Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is the 189th episode of Be With Me, 7 Minutes of Biblical Wonder. And if yesterday wasn't hard enough where we talked about the authority of the church, where we have the friends of a sinner participating in a heavenly, godly, ordained process of authority, exercising discipline concerning right and wrong behavior of an individual, and in a sense, borrowing the authority that comes from heaven. And today, if that wasn't hard enough, we're going to we're going to find out why in the world would two or three gather together and why in the world would two or three agree about something. And unfortunately, it's about sin. So we have to be careful today because you've heard this passage before and we're going to look at it with new eyes. Here's what you've heard before. Truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. This is from Matthew 18, 18. And then here's the famous verse. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my... for Let me say that again. This is verse 20. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. So for those of you who are in Christendom, you've heard this before. And you might be saying to yourself, oh yeah, I I know about that. This is about prayer. Um, One of the good Bible principles is uh, whatever you do, don't read ahead. In other words, don't assume something ahead of time that the participant in the story, the participant in the encounter with Jesus or whatever, that they don't know. You know how it all ends, but they don't know. The widow of Zarephath, she didn't know if she gave uh, her last loaf of bread to somebody else if she'd ever eat again. We know it because we read the story, so we have to be careful about not reading ahead. Similarly, The corollary to that is make sure that you read behind. Make sure that you read behind. And that's why, that what I mean by that is we we need to study the context of this. So this famous passage, wherever two or three, if two or three of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. We have to understand that in the context of the passage. What are these two or three agreeing about? What are they gathering about? And here it is, we've been looked at this for the last couple days, is a brother who is sinning and restoring that brother. Here it is, verse 15. So these are the three verses before that. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. So this whole thing is about trying to gain your brother back. But here's the problem. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. That's DEFCON 2. But if he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. DEFCON 3, the pastors and authorities. 
And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. That's that's the whole congregation. That's DEFCON 4. So we're looking today as why should two or three gathered? And it's in the context of this passage of church authority, church discipline, the borrowed authority, and ultimately uh, for the gain of this brother. So what are they agreeing about? These two or three that are gathering and agreeing, they agree that this brother has sinned. So <clears throat> there's judgment within the church. There's not judgment outside the church. We expect people outside the church to act like knuckleheads. And if you're outside the church, we're glad you're here. Glad you're listening today. But this is for a person that should know better, somebody that's inside the church. We're supposed to be fruit inspectors. So we agree that the brother has has sinned. Then we go to DEFCON 1, and we agree that he has a chance to be restored if he listens and agrees and repents. But we also agree that he has chosen not to. So this is DEFCON 1. Then DEFCON 2 is we get witnesses, two or three are engaged to establish with evidence. So we sort of eliminate, hey, that, that, that this is a personality, I don't like you and you don't like me, or that sort of thing. This is beyond personality. This is about evidence and facts and actual sin. So that's what the witnesses and the two or three as the poorest borders of sin expand. And then we agree, DEFCON 3, we agree that we bring in now the authorities of the church, that they are brought to bear in the role that they have, in the weight that they bring. It's like, oh my goodness, now my the official pastor is, is, uh, is coming me to agree that this is a sin. And then we have, uh, we agree that there's been a third chance for repentance. And again, we find here that not only does he not listen, now he's sort of dialed it up into the refusing category. Then we agree that the church should be involved officially and corporately and treat this person as they've asked to be treated, as they've already demonstrated, uh, agree with their view of sin and treat them as a Gentile and a tax collector. So that's what the, the when two or three are gathering, that's the context that they're gathering in. It's in the context of church discipline. So let's think about the arrows here. A characteristics of normal prayer, if you will, is talking with God. So that's agreeing with the heavenlies in the sense that my prayers go up like incense to uh, earth to heaven. The characteristics of this particular event is a little bit different. Again, I say to you, if two or three on earth agree, so this has to do more with, now I agree this is, is prayer, but this is the context is the borrowed authority that an individual brother gets, that two or three of his friends get as witnesses, that the authority of the church in official offices of the church, and then fourthly, the congregation, if you will, acts in a certain way. This is a charge from the Lord to do this and to do it right. And what do we find here? Rather than the arrow going up, the arrow goes down now. Then we see the Lord, uh, we see the Lord's action. I will bind what you bind. I will endorse what you endorse, and I will be with you in this. So stay tuned. Uh, 
we are all supposed to be involved in this. We're all supposed to be on our knees about this. So what the point today is, what are they gathered about? They're gathered about church discipline. What are they binding about church discipline? What are they agreeing about? They're agreeing about church discipline. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.